Timbers. Once again, Trash South Street. Trash South Street, September 19th. Yep. 2020. Cucumber Day. Uh, <laughs> What's up? What's going on? Uh, nothing. Uh, dead Judge. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. RBG, RIP. Yep. She just died. What, yesterday, right? Yeah, 87. Yeah. 87 years young. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm just going to stay off Facebook. It does suck. Yeah, there was some stuff that uh, annoyed me on Facebook today. Yeah. And then... Uh, Did you see Paulson's post? I see that he posts. I no, it wasn't It wasn't anything bad. He was just like, oh, it's funny that people think I'm not crazy, but like, not even posting. I forget how it was worded, but mm -hmm. being afraid of a virus, but everyone else is afraid of black people, brown yeah. men, immigration, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And like... Like one of Mark's like step cousins, yeah, is like friends with all those guys and was just like blah blah blah, like 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 just totally missing uh -huh. the point, being like uh -huh. it's a conspiracy and like Tim Carl's going off like master bullshit and it was like uh -huh. I it just went so south. Wait, Tim? It, yes, that Tim Carl. <laughs> master bullshit. He was just saying pretty much, and Paul was like, oh, that's why, you know, nurses and surgeons and stuff wear yeah. masks. And he was like, well, no, well, people wear, like, the flimsy one from China. Like, uh, it was just, yeah, it's just it's... a mess, and people just totally didn't get the message. If you're keeping score, things are still horrible. It's 2020. Yeah. So what well, else is... Go well, ahead, sorry. I was just saying, now we got to deal with this... Now we got to deal with this fucking life of war with Venus. I know. They found light. Well, they didn't find light. Well, they, they found like, whatever gas that it was. Fartracine. I think it was a fart that emigrated from your ass that went to How great would this be? Some, some NASA guy cuts wind <laughs> and he lies about it and he says, oh, that's Venus Starts gas. Life. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw the space station last night. It actually went over the house. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was like at 8.15. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, what it looked like. Okay. Dot. Pretty much. Yeah. I, we saw it a few months ago um, when you could see, we were looking for the comet. It was around that, like, uh -huh. whatever in the summer. I guess July or August or yeah. whatever. But it, it was neat to see. Mm. A little boo-boo. Mm. A bobby boo-boo. So I have a good a good story right, today. shoot. So I went running today. Yeah. Me, Mark, Jonathan, and Scratch are a little running group. Went to Chester Springs. And uh, it was it was nice. a beautiful day out to run. Mm -hmm. And we're running, and do you ever go across those little kind of like two-by-four bridges sometimes? Like, yeah. Because I guess it gets like flooded out and yeah. stuff. So we went across them a couple times, well, once, and we came mm -hmm. back around. I was holding up the rear. Mark was first, our friend Jonathan, and Scratch, and then me. Mm -hmm. So I get like halfway through, because it's a bunch of like little bridges. It's not that long. Yeah. But I'm like, ooh, I felt like a bird just hit my ass. And mm -hmm. I'm like, there's no tall grass. And then bam... My ass is like killing me. A bee has stung me in oh. the arse. Wow, that's something. So we get off and I'm like, what the fuck? I pull off something. I think it was a burr. It was a bee. I pulled a bee oh my God. out of my ass cheek. Oh. So, as the whole neighbor could hear, could yeah. hear. Mark's like, what the hell's going on? You pull a hammy? I'm like, I just got stung in the ass. And uh -huh. Jonathan got stung too. Oh, wow. He had bees on him. Mark like, Mark was like banging it off him. Yeah. That sounds kind of funny. I'll say, yeah. <laughs> but Mark and Scratch did not get stung. So. Oh, it's okay. Is Mark allergic to bees? It's, yeah. <laughs> not super That's bad. That's right. They must have been bees under the... Yeah. Like, but I straight up. got stung oh, wow. twice in the ass. That's fucked up. Yeah. So me and Jonathan were saying we're going to be ace to ace. Ace to ace. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I have a story too. Okay. I don't think I. I my ass still hurts. Knock on wood. Yeah, haven't been stung in 
You. Oh, and I fell, too. Uh, yes, that's the booby you were just talking Yes. About. No, I was hiking the other day in a burn co-ed preserve. That's where I was as at. As I often do. I'm coming one way. Ooh. Yellow trail. <laughs> mm. Three old people and their Boomers dog. and their come. dog. So here's the thing. <laughs> okay. They see me coming. One person moves in position behind the dog. Okay. Now this dog. Is the dog leashed? It was leashed. That's good. So this dog starts like barking and shit at me. And by a dog, it's literally a fucking ball of muscle with teeth. It's like, I mean, sir, it looks like a barrel with, with, with fur like on a bear, it. a bear trap. Not e- I mean, seriously. And it was very aggressive. Two people were holding this dog back. Barely. Oh my God. Like barely. Like it was pulling them. They were having trouble. This dog. One, it could have fucked me up. It seriously could have fucked me up. And they obviously knew it was a problem. So why bring your fucking dog to the park? Presumably because they had to keep stopping their fucking dog to, you know, from killing things. Like I eventually caught up with them on the trail and went in another direction Ugh. like three times. It was just annoying because, like, one, if you can't control your dog. Well, hopefully they didn't go across that little bridge or got stung in the ass. Maybe that's what happened, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, fucking, that's just shitty. <laughs> it is. Anyway. Yeah. Um, another adventure of mine. Yeah. I went to the King of Prussia Mall uh, uh-huh. Friday night to pick up gla- my glasses. Yeah. Because I've been waiting since August 31st, and I called yesterday, and I'm like, hey, are my glasses in? And you said mm-hmm. two weeks. They're like, oh, we called and left a text on my old home number, which I told them to get rid of. But, right. you know. So anyway, I go up to the mall, and it is mobbed. Mobbed. Wall, like, this is a ton of people. And maybe it wasn't as mobbed as I, in my head because I'm so used mm-hmm. to not being around crowds, yeah. as you could see at Wegmans the other day. Yeah. But it ever luckily, everyone had masks on, but it was, I, I could not believe, it's like nothing, mm-hmm. like the virus doesn't exist. It's yeah. just so weird. So I go and pick up my glasses, um, and everyone was fine. It was just, I just was a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. with just, like, how packed it was. I decided not to go, it's right near the food court mm-hmm. is where Lens Crafters is. So I'm like, I'm not going to go up the escalators. There's too many people there, so let's go. I'll walk past the record store. Maybe pop in, see, look. And I'll go up the stairs. So I look in the record store, and guess who I saw? Toothless Metal Guy? No, good choice. Uh, Acid Adam. Acid Adam. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And I just was like, nope, and just went out. And the, like, it was so crazy. I would I read on Facebook on this King of Prussia site that how dirty the mall is, how bad it is. Like, the mall parking lot was just like trashed mm. i didn't believe what that people were saying on the facebook site or whatever but there was like masks thrown everywhere just like fast food bags thrown everywhere mm. it was it was pretty sad to be honest yeah. so i was like i'm uh, victor was like i want to go back to the king i'm like no <laughs> no. no maybe during the day but <laughs> no mm. um so though yeah that was kind of crazy yeah i'm glad mark didn't come mark would have like i'll wait in the car yeah but there were people waiting outside to either go into Primark or wait in line for either Bonefish or Yard House. It was, I don't know, but there yeah. was like a ton of people waiting outside. Not social distancing. Ah. We're old people. Yep. Let me tell you about my hip replacement. So it's funny. Uh, this is going to be our segue into music. Last time, I was like, oh, Emperor X has something new out. Yeah, yeah. The album was... United Earth League of Quarantine Aerobics. Ooh. And I listened to it, and I'm like, all the songs are fucking about 
COVID society is like, I just don't give a yeah, shit. You- so that's my review of <laughs> Emperor X. <laughs> That's a good review. Anyway, so speaking of music. Do you want me to go first with my single? Because I don't have a lot to say. So nothing popped up on my band camp um, or my email and was like, having a new album out. I just missed like an exclusive on Mm -hmm. band camp. It said had one in the store. And then when I went to order it, it was like Mm -hmm. sold out. So I went on the Relapse site because they're off of Relapse Records. I pre-ordered it. It's called... Do-do-do... The Great Dismal, and they have a single out called Say Less. It's supposed to be out October 30th. Yeah. I, I Did you listen to the single? I did, that? yeah. It's different. It's um, different. It almost seems like they still have that shoegazing feel to them. I want to say the drumming was a lot different, a lot like almost like a drum machine. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just seemed like a little harder at times. Yeah. But it still kept their like nothing sound to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually excited. It sounded really cool. I don't have like a ton to say about it, but it, it's a cool so, single. So something I noticed, I liked it. Mm-hmm. So there's a drop in the beginning about shopping. Yes. And in the middle, there's a drop Happy about shopping. That same, that second the drop, shopping mm-hmm. through the mall. you've heard before. Right. Where? I it's in a Mommy Long Legs song. They use oh, the same, okay. probably a portion of the same It whatever. sounded vaguely familiar and I only listened to it like two or three times and I didn't want to keep going back to it. Yeah. But, um, I liked it. It was very Smashing Pumpkins in the beginning, yeah. I think, which, you know, that's a kind of mm-hmm. theme of theirs. But yeah, it just seemed that, like the drumming just sounded a little more produced, not in a bad mm-hmm. way, but it was more front and center, if I could yeah. say. Yeah, it was good. Almost someone had like a dark wave going yeah. uh, 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 through it, mm-hmm. which they have that other um, other band that's dark wave. I forget uh, what the hell it's called. Something? No. Um, Death of Lover or something like no. that. I had a, I, I reviewed it before. Mm. So that is nothing single, say less. Mm, What a spicy Mm. review. Spicy. So I'm going to talk about spice. Yes. Might be a bit of a half-assed review. I, well, I'll do the review, then I'll explain more. Yeah, I'll I'll talk about my experience. So Spice is a, we'll call it a super group. Yeah. Out of Los Angeles, California. This came out July 17th. Ross Ferrier and Jake Calaslotti. Yeah. Both of Ceremony. Ceremony. And there's a violinist girl. And watching the videos, a grandpa. I didn't watch the video, actually. There's like a couple of them out, but it all seems to be uh, Spice traveling around in a tour van and playing their instruments. Oh, okay. Nothing exciting. And it opens with a very strong, I felt, first feeling where they admonish us with someone, I want you to stay. Stay away. It's a trick. Mm. And I liked it a lot. And this sort of tells you, like, it sets up what this album is like. So it's it's a lot like a sort of a bit of an emo indie rock album. And by indie rock, I mean, like, indie rock coming out of the early 2000s. No, I agree with you, too. Well, it was advertised, I think, almost as, like, a grunge record. So I'm just going to stop yeah. there with what my thoughts about it first. But No, so it honestly, like, this was my thought. So in the 90s, you had Nirvana. And then... You know, once Nirvana broke, as we've learned from various sources over the mm-hmm. years, uh, Mary Timothy being the big one, there was, a, there was sort of a gold rush to sign any band that was playing an instrument. Yeah. So I feel like for a long time, anything indie rock was super duper indie, like no one was hearing about it, especially yeah. there was no internet. And then there was like this wave of, you know, like Interpol and AFI, all that stuff. Yeah. They came out after when like things sort of settled down mm-hmm. again. This is reminiscent of that. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, uh, so First Feeling goes into All My Best Shit, which is a very Joy Division song. Mm-hmm. And Joy Division is kind of all over this album, which, you know, 
Joy Division is a very influential band. Yeah. I'll listen um, to the last couple ceremonies you can cut. Reward Trip is one of my two favorite songs because I really love the guitar. To move her to shake That's her. That's after more Murder, aggressive. I think. Yes. Yes. I like Murder a lot. And yeah, yeah I like that song as well. Um, it's really good. And of course, uh, it ends with uh, Don't Want to Die in New York, which is probably my favorite song. Yeah, it's a really good song. Which is really good. And it's, you know, I'll say it's their COVID song, but at least it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's also about, you know, isolation and loneliness, but mainly trying to escape New York. Mm hmm. Because it's not a good place, I guess. So anyway, like I said, this is the best review. I listened to it twice. I was like, oh, this is good. Put it on my iPod. iTunes wasn't recognizing it as an album, so it was Unknown Artist, Unknown Album. So I th- yes, and, I had the same yeah, problem. And basically when I loaded it, it treated each song as its different yeah, album, same. so I could only find three of the songs. I didn't get as as much of a chance to really dig into this as I like. I'll say I like it. It's not my favorite thing, but it was pleasant enough. It wasn't. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, straightforward. I don't know if if ceremony fans are exactly going to cross over into this or not. I don't know. What I'm you sure. Think. I mean, I was interested because it was yeah. Ross. So as I told you, I think even Matthew was talking about like, oh, check out this band. It's Ross mm-hmm. from Ceremony. It was more build. I thought like more like grungy alt. So yeah. when I got the album, because I, I ordered it on vinyl, so I listened to it on my record player, and I was just not into it. I was like. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like it's it's okay, but it's nothing to write home about. I listened to it a second time, and I don't know if my if I was putting on the wrong, uh, like the A or B side, but like yeah. one of the, I'm like, wow, this seems a little better than the, mm-hmm. the last time. And then when I actually listened to it for the third time, yeah. when you said you were gonna do it, because I was like, yeah, some of the songs struck me pretty well. Mm-hmm. I actually liked it a lot, lot yeah. more, and I got a more out of it. But I think I was far enough away from my expectations of it that I enjoyed it a little more mm-hmm. at times. Some of the songs even remind me a little bit pixies. Yeah. Yeah. In some weird way, but it does have that like all early two thousands uh, type feel to it. And it's good. It is good. I think the more you listen to it, the, the more yeah, it you, it's like subtle. There's really cool guitar mm-hmm. work going through it. A little bit of pixies, a little bit of dinosaur junior. Yes. Definitely. To pick a more recent band. It reminds me a bit of deep tissue. Oh, uh, like, okay. Uh, I can see that. Especially uh, towards the end. But yeah, I I enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot more. I'm glad you reviewed it again because I was thinking about listening yeah. to it again. I'm like, oh, I got so much other shit to listen to. Yeah. So I kind of just put it. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But it, it's good. It's nothing I want to listen to. Like I'm like jonesing, jonesing to put on yeah. a certain song. Because I think the one thing that's just lacking a little bit is like that one song just really hooks you in. But like yeah. all, but all the songs are very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah. Very... So that's spice. Um, what should I do next? I'll do Uniform. Ooh. Shame. Mm. This came out September. They're off of Death Wish. This is their fourth album. They're out of New York. Um, they've been a band since 2013. The singer, I believe he's a singer, Michael Burden, is from Delco. Oh. Well, that's the first Hence song. Hence the song Delco. Oh, that's crazy. But they're, it's hard to put your finger on what this band is, and yeah, that's what that's... I like about them. They're industrial, they're noise, they're alt, they're ambient. As I said, they're a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. If you like kind of like ministry, nine inch, na- like they're... It's crazy. No, and I really like this album. Um, it's different. Yeah. So Delco's a really cool song. It's like kind of this doomy, noisy, fuzzy sound going on. And his vocals, his vocals are that straight industrial, like just scream and just like screamed and distorted. And it's about bullying. The next song is probably my favorite, The Shadow of God's Hands. It's kind of just a weird down fuzzy guitars yeah he's like doomy like he has like almost a little groove metal at times and the drum really kicks in you have a blast of noise 
and it has like this ambient ending. It's just kind of cool. It's just a very different, cool sounding yeah. song. Um, Life in Remission, noisy, fuzzy, industrial. The drums, I think, really shine through with this song at times. Um, Shame. Shame's like kind of a weird song. And I, I almost say this band's like industrial ambient. Yeah. That's the only way I can really explain it. Very angry and distorted vocals. Musically, Touche Amore would pop in my head. Mm -hmm. Like another song, All I've Ever Wanted. Sludgy, doom, noise with distortion and feedback. Dispatches from the guitar. Doomian, uh, it's a little bit uh, more on the punk sensibility mm -hmm. side. It's a little faster. It's the shortest song on the album. It's very doomy industrial. This Won't End Well, it's a really cool song. Noise, just starts off straight like yeah. noise. Gets a little trancy and ambient and industrial all mixed they in. They use a lot, of, a lot of sounds that aren't instruments, like sirens and stuff. Yeah, it's really weird, but it but, works. Yeah. It doesn't sound like foreign to it. Mm -hmm. And then the eight minute song that ends it is called I Am The Cancer. And everything that I said above is yeah. in that. And I think there's a couple guitar yeah. solos in it. But I think it's really different. It's a sound you don't really hear too often. Yeah. Um, and I like it. So I said, it's... Ambient industrial. I really want to read the lyrics. Yeah. I did pre-order it, so I will get the lyrics. And I've been just listening a lot when I'm driving. It almost reminds me like horseback in some weird way, yeah. but not as industrial or whatever. If you remember that band, I just just yeah, it's that was a Death Wish yeah. band, but a lot more ambient. But it was just different enough where I'm like, oh, Lou might like this, mm -hmm. and I kind of it's just a different change of pace, and like you just don't see yeah. that music that often. And that is uniform shame. Shame. It's slow till it's fast and it's like all over the place. And yeah. yeah. And then sometimes you just lose time. Like you're not even paying attention because yeah. it just goes like. And industrial is almost like using folk where you call it something if you don't know what else to call it. Yeah. But it's no, it's, it's really good, different. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about Bridget Dawson cool. and the Mother's Network. Now, if I had been a little smarter, I've been a little more on the ball, I would have saved this till next time because both the OCs. And John Dwyer's solo album are about to come out like they're oh really so I could have done a three peat for like uh, OC's adjacent and anyway so Bridget who is Bridget Dawson who is she, she? tell me it's <laughs> I have to pick up my dry cleaning that's what you were kind of now I think about it a little bit what you were liking though so we were in the Wegmans the other day Jamie was like we were talking about this before and. We went Before into Wegmans. Uh, Not Wegmans. together. No, we end up seeing each other, but we it, what time? It was like two o'clock, and I'm expecting mm -hmm. most of the people are going to be home schooling their kids or at work or something, and uh -huh. it was like pretty packed. So I was kind of like a little out of my element, mm -hmm. especially that so, someone was taking too long at the muffins. <laughs> it wasn't so we get to, um, So from my perspective, yeah, I snuck up. I was like, I can sneak in and out. I could get some whatever the fuck I needed. Yeah. And I come in, and it is packed for like 2 p.m. on a weekday. I'm like, oh, look, there's Jamie. So I do like, I'm like, I'm going to pretend to sneak up on her. Boop, boop, and you boop, did. Boop. And I did. And Jamie was like. I'm so focused, hyper-focused on what I need to yeah. do at times. Now, it wasn't quite. I think I just assumed you're trying to get shit done for class. Yeah. But like, now, again, this is all stuff I'm thinking about in retrospect. If it was anyone else. I would have assumed that you were trying to just blow me off. Well, I don't make eye contact. Like, I don't try to look yeah. at people, so... That... <laughs> which is fine, but it was... Yeah, Jamie was very out of her element. And yeah, now I think about it, it's a, a bit like that last scene in the Skandal Syndrome. <laughs> um, a little bit. Plus, I was looking at a computer screen for, like... I had all yeah. these Zoom meetings. I think I told you I had, like, all this practice mm -hmm. shit and these... Whatever. And it does piss me off when people hover <sighs> or block, like, something... 
that I want. I know. I'll, I'll wait. You know, I went and got my English muffins mm-hmm. and came back and then, yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's like, well, first this. you scared. I didn't know who you, like, it just took me a second when you were like, you said something about my cart. Yeah. Well, for a second, I was like, oh my God, is this someone, <laughs> is this someone who just looks like Jamie? <laughs> so to bring it back. So Bridget Dawson was a keyboardist and tambourinist, I guess. And did backing vocals. She was in the OCs. Okay. We actually, I've talked about this yeah. album a while ago when the single released. And this is her first, as far as I can tell, her first solo effort. Even though she's played a whole bunch of other bands. This came out May 22nd. Uh, this is off Castle Face, okay. which is John Dwyer's label. It opens with, is the season for new incarnations. For lack of a better word, hippie orgy. Like if this was in a movie... It'd be in Vietnam, and there'd be guys creeping down the woods in the shit before things could happen, and they'd all be like tripping or something. And it's it's this very slow, somber '60s hippie sex ballad. What I used to call like a Star Trek brothel would be another good one for it. But it's That's really good. good. I like that. Uh, it, yeah, it's pretty clever. It's um, I can't remember what Holly Golightly song was, but I first used that for a Holly Golightly song. Mm. Anyway. And that's a song sort of about needing to tear down old things and change and become new. So, a season for new incarnations. I forget, you. the three songs you sent me, I don't remember their names. That was not one of them. This song is was the single. Okay. And it's sort of misleading as to what the rest of this album is going to sound like. Okay. Because this is an album of a certain time and place. And for the most part, I don't think that time is the 60s. Mm. I think it's... Earlier than that, maybe. So Bridget Dawson has a very... Bluesy. Like, very bluesy, sultry, smoky voice. I would have said, like, it's very, like, crooner-esque. Like, yeah, Etta very James. Crooner. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that Etta James was a crooner, but you yeah. know, get what I'm saying. Like, so the second song is The Fool. Yes. It was uh, awesome. I was like, what? Which I like. And that's so fucking traditional. It is very, for lack of a better word, singer-songwriter... At what point does a band become singer-songwriter? At what point does it become band? And this is more, I think, when the vocals are the driving force, it's a sort of a singer-songwriter, and when it's not, I don't I know. I can see that. But, yeah, this is this could have been, like, something on like Gabriel Amy, Cohen or Amy... Not, I was going to say Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Then, not so much, but, like, the like when you listen to Amy Winehouse, like, the, her voice is the star, you know? Yeah. Uh, for Carlotta's and Hats again is the song that follows that. It is also very similar. It sounds a lot like an Angel Olsen song. I guess it's too. When the Day of the Croon comes is Americana. Yes. Yeah. It is crazy. It is just a simple guitar and like some percussion. It's about getting older and how embracing getting older. The third song I sent you is the title track, Ballet of Apes. A ambient soundscape that it's a weirder it's a, not a bad it's, it's just kind good. of it's very trippy yeah, it's different those are three very like, different where's songs where is this going yeah that's what was and like I was like this is the last weird, two songs but good Heartbreak Jazz and Tricks are much more as far as that traditional kind of like you know sultry like like nightclub performer yes um, that, that is actually perfect for that's what it reminded me of like it mm-hmm. I mean I, you only sent me those three songs but yeah and I know she, and that was enough to get you. Um, mm-hmm. And she performed like with a whole bunch of different artists, um, like other indie artists. I think she recorded this, like some of this in Australia, some of it in like LA, like a little bit here and there. Bridget Dawson's a Brit. Ooh. British. Mm. Uh, I thought that meant something Brit- else. She's a Britannia. 
I thought it was really, really good. So Very really good. interesting. So, I'm interested in listening listening to So more. here's my interesting experience with this album. Okay. I listened to it once. Liked it. Listened to it at my desk. Was like, oh, did I choose wrong? And then listened to it a third time when I was like hiking. And it clicked for me then. And I think there's like a certain amount of mental engagement required. I can see that. And so if you're too focused on something else, it's not enjoyable, but it's really good. It's it's easy to go with the flow. It's not what I expected. It's it's kind of minimalist at times. There are psychedelic flourishes in some of the sounds. It's very inventive. Very good. I kind of wish I would have bought the vinyl, <clears throat> but I didn't. So what... What instruments does she play? Did you say she's? I a think backup? she's she's so she's vocals. Okay, well um, she's a keyboardist. Okay, and I think she plays like tambourine on uh, OCs, and I think she does a little bit of everything on this. Okay, album. I was just wondering. You um, know, you said it. I yeah slipped my mind. So that's yeah, Bridget Dawson. Yeah, it was good stuff. I I really enjoyed it. Like that first mm-hmm. song hooked me in. Um, yeah. Then the second song that you sent me, I was like, yeah, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And the Valley of Apes or whatever, yeah. I was like. What is this? <laughs> well, that's the one that was like the most different song. Yeah. What is this? This isn't bad or anything. I just yeah. I, I don't know where this is going. And it like starts very. That one starts very minimal and it builds. Mm-hmm. And it's what like five six minutes or something like that. Or I think it like I don't think any of the songs are over five minutes. It's, it's it might have been six. It's, I don't know. A short song that feels long. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter anyway. I didn't care about the length. I was just yeah. like, oh okay. But it's sort of like how I describe uh, Venus and Furs. Is the longest five minute song ever written because I. That's a song I was legitimately surprised was not like 20 minutes. Anyway, a little tangent. So that's Bridget Dawson. Are you. And in, I would say, and the Mothers of Invention. Mm, are you ready for some metal? Yeah. Ooh, I love this. Traveler Termination Shock. I'm off of Gates of Hell Records. It actually came out in April, but um, I didn't listen. Mark uh, turned me on to it. They're out of. Calgary, Alberta, and they're a five-piece. And if you like classic 80s Brit metal, do you like Iron Maiden? I do. Do you like Judas Priest? I do. Do you like a little Motorhead? Yeah. Even a little Motley Crue? Yeah, Early yeah. Crew, then you will love Traveler. I would say of the band you named, I like Motorhead. I like Motorhead, but... I don't like Motorhead. I just needed to be a little bit. Um, so get your leather pants. Yeah, I did. I had them on. You, I see you have your ass in the chest. Yeah. Your ding dong. I, I was about to say, yeah, I had to unzip it because they're a little tight. <laughs> so if you like like 80s Brit metal, you'll love this band. Yeah. It starts off with Shaded Mirror. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> by the way, another, um, I would say at times the vocalist reminded me of Dio. Uh, yes, definitely. I can um, see Dio in yeah. Awesome, dueling metal guitars, full, cool, fun metal riffs, like sweet ass guitar solos. Like it's all it's in there. It's yeah. Termination Shock was actually my favorite. I think that's very Iron Maiden. I, I thought it had a little Motorhead going through there yeah. as well. If they had a baby, it would be um, Traveler. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens Kill the Humans. He's the last one. And all the great guitar solos in the right <laughs> places. Yeah. Um, Forever Man has that classic metal song. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that a lot of people, that was their favorite song. Yeah. Um, the longest song, I think, was Six Minutes, Diary of a Maiden. I wonder where that comes from. I don't know. Thunder, wall of metal, guitars and drums, and gets mellow, picks up, and some feudal journey that's going on. STK, awesome song, starts with a sweet-ass solo, Um, just cool 80s metal, and it's like about excess, I presume. After the Future has this ballad start, and then guess what? It gets metal. (laughs) 
took the, about pretty much, I guess, taking the wrong path or making yeah. the wrong decisions. Um, there's only so much metal I can say about yeah. each song. Deep Space, I almost thought you might be your favorite. There's my favorite. Yeah, I put, yep, look. Yep, your favorite, yeah. It was more a little speed metal, a little Metallica yeah. in there. Terra, Exodus, Wage Slaves, Early Graves. Whoa. It's like, they're more political songs. Mm -hmm. Song, it's awesome. So if you need a metal fix, this will spike your vein. <laughs> um, it's just awesome, great yeah. 80s metal without being cheesy. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. the people just try to like... Reinventing. Yeah, it's not a parody of. It's not a parody at all. It's it, it. They make it work. It's fun. You might start headbanging a little bit. <laughs> Solid fun metal. The album before this is what really got me on. Uh -huh. I like it a little better than this album. What did I say it was called? The yeah, Termination Stock. There was an album out. I think two years ago. Yeah. I would check it out. I, I like that a little better. But um, I think they're fantastic. Yeah, they're an awesome throwback. Loved it. Uh, my first thought was actually. Iron Maiden without the history lesson. <laughs> I can totally see but, this. Yeah, like like definitely early crew. Um, yeah, Judas Priest. And like I said, like at times the vocal is Dio. Yeah, totally. I thought it was fun. I, I like, excuse me, some good uh, metal every now and then. Yeah. And so when Mark played, I'm like, what are you listening yeah. to? And he's like, Traveler. I'm like, where are they from? And he's like, Calgary. Uh -huh. These guys are awesome. But yeah, if you like that type of stuff or you're just like in the mood for something like super cool metal mm -hmm. that you just want to escape from all that stuff, yeah. check out Traveler. They are pretty. Yeah. Awesome. So. <laughs> now I kind of want to listen to uh, Holy Diver. <laughs> anyway, one, one last follow up. Freeze Pop. Who a million years ago had a Kickstarter for an album. Freeze Pop, which you may know from Guitar Hero from yes. 2003. What would that be? Less Talk, More Rock? Yeah, that's a great song. Um, yeah, I think their last album was 2010, actually. So they're what, like electro yeah. poppy? Yeah, electro yeah. pop. And this isn't going to be necessarily, this isn't really a review, this is sort of a comment. The album is finally about to release. Mm -hmm. They released a what they call a maxi single. Another to the World, I believe it's called. Okay. And I listened to it. I really like it. Three songs and like several remixes, so there wasn't a lot to do. It occurred to me if this was the final product, I would be super pissed. <laughs> However, I don't think it is. I think this is something they dropped a while ago. I think this yeah. came out actually recently. So hopefully freeze pop next time. Yeah. I'm going to grab another Bizier. So yeah. you uh, make some cool... Um armpit farts I'm or gonna, something. I'm going to beatbox. Okay. With your butt. Have you watched any movies? No. Well, I have. sort of. I have a little bit, but go ahead. Um, a couple nights ago, I watched Train to Busan. Um, I for, it's a Korean movie, I believe. And it's a zombie it. movie. They were yeah. playing it at the Colonial. And I haven't seen a, a zombie movie in a while because I was just zombied uh -huh. out. And I have to say, it was fantastic. It's on Netflix, mm -hmm. so check it out. It's like two hours... I forget the name of the director. I don't think it's the guy that did Parasite. He might have something to do with it. I'm not trying to sound like being stereotypical yeah. or racist, like, but I, kill, I thought I might have saw his name attached to it somewhere with maybe like a writing or something, but I am probably wrong. It was really, really good. It has some like a little bit of class war going on, and it almost reminds me of like 28 Days Later meets Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. But it's a guy, he's divorced, he's got a daughter, and... He's been kind of like, he's just always at work, mm -hmm. like typical, like man that, not the typical man, just a, a guy always overworked yeah. and his daughter's living with her, him and she, it's a daughter's birthday and she really wants to see his mom, her mom. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, 
feels bad and takes her to go see the mom. So we have to take a train. All right. And just like shit goes haywire. And it, you, you don't know anything of why they become zombies. They pretty much get bit. And within like 30 seconds, they become a zombie yeah. or whatever. Right. But it was done really, really well. I thought it was a really good movie. And um, I would recommend it to anybody. Are you looking it up? I was trying to find, yeah. But it's on Netflix right now. And it was very well acted. Like, I don't need all this... Um, <laughs> Not even being like shitty, we all it was, you know how like Dawn of the Dead like the remake which beat out um, what was Mel Gibson's Christ the uh, Last Temptation of Christ no Passion of the Christ Passion of the Christ so that we were like the undead beat out Passion of the Christ you don't know that much about the virus it's all about kind of survival yeah. and that's what I I kind of like about it oh uh, Bong Joon Ho okay is the guy who directed Parasite okay which I feel like every time he comes up we look him up because. And I'm like kind of scanning really quick. I'm not seeing anything. Let me cut this out. Train to Busan. Train. It is a South Korean movie. Yes. Oh, Jusong Park, who I think did Dumplings, actually. Yeah, I recognize his name as well. So it wasn't him, but did a bunch of movies. Um, I'm trying to see if I recognize any of them. He did the fake, which I did not see. Yusu Park did like a bunch of horror movies mm. back in the day. I'm just uh, been off my game with J horror, Asian cult cinema. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, it was a really, really good movie, and I've been feeling like the zombie genre has been very stale. Um, you don't really see it as much now. I think Walking Dead just kind of killed that all. Yeah. But I just thought it was a, a mm -hmm. breath of fresh air. I, I enjoyed it. I thought mm -hmm. it was really cool. I haven't watched it yet, but did you see there's a sequel to The Babysitter? I have. I did not watch it. I rewatched The Money Pit, which is one of my favorite movies. It used to be in all the time Americans. Yes, yeah, love it. I was never a big fan. I just remember him like falling through the house or something. Yeah, he fell a couple of times, yeah. yeah. Um, Who's that? Tom Hanks and... Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. That's right. I don't remember. I, yeah, I just remember always being on Prism back in the day. Yes. That's For good, our I mean, Delaware that's... Valley suburban... Pennsylvania, yeah. I uh, would Philadelphia. Say that's, yeah, like if you like remember Prism, eighties mid-level comedy. Yes, Prism was awesome. Tom Hanks in his heyday. I didn't have Prism. Prism had sports though, right? Prism had hockey and some sports, and then it would have some bow chicka bow wow. Some like yeah. that was the first time I think it was Prism. I remember watching this movie, and they. It was like this, it wasn't even a horror, it was kind of like a, obviously a softcore porn. Was Sharon Tate in it? Not Sharon Tate, fuck. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, no, she was not in it. I know who you're thinking yeah. of. Shannon Tweed? Shannon Tweed. No. <laughs> Before she was married to uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah. But it was like this weird like Roman one and they like cook this guy and they, because he was screwing somebody's having an affair and they made her eat his cooked wiener and i remember like oh. as a little kid being like what the hell is this i remember uh, emmanuel was that on that was on showtime i think yeah. emmanuel if you remember those yeah softcore well, like, yeah and then there was emmanuel the series yes night eyes that might have been on prism or hbo a lot prism had like weird shit on it was a good well, they all did good... have like skinamax skinamax well skinamax is the big one <laughs> I yeah. think Red Shoe Diaries was Showtime, right? I think so. And Real Sex, I think, was HBO. HBO. There was I miss it. There's a whole time. <laughs> you for, miss that. Kids! There's a whole time and a whole genre 
of movies that filled that time before porno. Yeah. Before the internet itself. Yeah. Wild yeah, Orchid and Wild Orchid 2. Ooh. It's, uh, it's like class compared to some of the movies I've seen. Nine and a half weeks. Yeah, you'd have to come down after midnight and watch your your B erotic thriller. I remember seeing one. I, it wasn't really an erotic, a softcore. Mm-hmm. It was a, an, a low-budget action movie with a lot of tits in it. Terrorists had taken over like a beauty pageant or some shit like that. And here's why it's important. Was it a trauma movie? <laughs> the villain, it might have been villain, was played by Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, really? But in a very non-Dice role. Huh. Which is also weird. It's like Andrew Dice Clay's episode of MASH. Is he really? Before he was the Dice Man. I did thoroughly enjoy uh, Adventures of Ford Fairlane, I do have to yeah. say. I love that movie. I haven't seen it in years. But, um... Wasn't like Sebastian Bach in that movie, or uh, I think so. Or Vince Neil, one of them. I yeah, forget. I haven't seen that. In Maybe ages. Vince Neil. I, in a way, I miss those. Is sneaking down and watching it. I also went space through. trying to look through the lines. Oh, we had a, we had a hot box, a decoder. Oh, you sure you had a hot box? <laughs> hey. I predate Cable a little bit. Ooh, you you predated her. So I remember when I was a youngin, we had Cable, but Cable it was the thirteen channels, and it was. You collect your box to cable, and it was showtime. Mm. And then I think eventually Nickelodeon, which went off at 8 p.m. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching Nickelodeon pretty young. And then... Well, were you in Pennsylvania then, or were you in Ohio? This is in Ohio. Then we moved to Michigan, where they did not have cable yet. So that was fucking... So when did you move back to Pennsylvania then? 88? No, before that, 87. Really? So I was in sixth grade. No, seventh grade. Huh. Between my 6th and 7th grade, I moved. That's like my brother graduated in 87, so it's huh. just like kind of weird to think no, of that yeah. way. Because when I moved from New Jersey to Pennsylvania, a kid stole all my D&D books. Oh, way mad. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of a story that... What? You can edit this out. That you were riding bikes with a kid, and the kid tried to push you into a car. So, uh, so up. how fucked up... Uh, Alright, so this is fucked up. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> so, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't mean story. to laugh, but it's It's funny, up. but it's fu- it is so fucked up. But shit like that happened when we were kids. So I was, you're talking, so this is Ohio. I was seven years old. Ugh. And it's it really was. You're older than Victor. It was a neighborhood kid. And you know, we're all friends. And I don't remember what happened. Like, so one of the other kids shoved flowers in his face. He ended up having an asthma attack. Ugh. And that kid, who later, by the way, would end up a lifetimer in jail because of three strikes rule. Ugh. Did such things as, uh, I believe he... Robbed a 7-Eleven for lottery tickets and went back to the same 11 to try to cash those tickets in. Uh, the bulb it, brew, uh, was br- uh, shining bright, I, I presume, on this guy. Yes. But anyway, so he was a kid, and he was probably like Patrick's age. Well, he was my brother's age. Yeah. And he lied. And like, he was the one who like sort of perpetuated something against, we'll call him neighborhood kid. His mm-hmm. name is Mike. And he like lied and said, I did it. I don't remember exactly what happened, but Mike thought I had wronged him somehow. It was the age of the bike, also the age when you know your parents would just let you go. Yeah, they're like, so oh, again, be back think about this. Dark. So look at Victor. Yeah. Six years old. Oh, uh, no Imagine way. Imagine just let Victor just, yeah, just go fucking wherever in the neighborhood. Who gives a shit? No. I no. let him do that online, though. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just as dangerous. <laughs> Bathhouse is to a point. Yeah. I went, I don't remember why I was down there, like at his end. I was riding by, I think I went down to talk to him or something. 
And it was some weird, you know, kids like, he's going to beat you up. It's like, I have to face my fears. You know, whatever dumb little kid fucking shit. <laughs> so I drove by on my, my silver um, Schwinn mm. banana seat. <laughs> what? Nothing. They were big back then. I'm it was, not it was like, I'm just it was laughing. Like kid. And yeah. It had a like, seat? <laughs> uh, my later bikes did not. Um, you know, to sand down like at a point. And I wear my assless chaps, and I'm like, Wee! and then uh, watch some Shannon Tween movies, yeah. where she's a sexy psychiatrist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know we're all over the place, but at one point in the early days of the comic store, for no reason, we created the win a date with Shannon Tweed contest, <laughs> because that's what you did. That was when you would, it was Dave, and that Razor was the... <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we, there was a, uh, who even put out the Razor comic? Was it like... It wasn't Veritica or something. It was Veronica like, or yeah. what? Uh, that was Glenn Danzig's. Um, Top. It was like a, it was some shit. Was it? It wasn't like the big three, right? It no, was some super no. Indie. I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. But we had statues. It was like Lady. It wasn't the Lady Death thing either. I don't think it was so the same label. Chaos. I don't. It, th- it might have turned to chaos, but but um, it was its own thing. Yeah. And we had all these like sexy statues, and we would. Um, have to like dust him off and I remember Dave Montowski was like grabbed it by the boobs or something and just yeah. looked like he had a little too much interest and I was yeah. like ooh <laughs> razor <laughs> it was fun anyway and I just harassed him so so as I go back to my tale of human <laughs> I drove by him with your bike and my bike like by his house mm-hmm. and yeah so a car a station wagon or something was driving up so this would have been like the right side of the road so I would have imperiled the station wagon. He went to push me to physically... Was he on a bike as well? No, he was standing. Oh, oh. oh um, my God. And to push me into a car. Now, I swerved close enough that the car blared its horn. And it's funny because I thought of this a couple of days ago. I Like for a half hour, I was actually listening to Bridget Dawson. I was like, that is so fucked up. And then this is my surreal thought. Okay. Ready for it? Sure. What if... What if you died and you're... It, what if I I died and now I'm in the afterlife and the, the me now you're talking to is a six-year-old's imagination of what an adult would be like? That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I should write that into something. Well, it's also you, fucking depressing. <laughs> the one time I uh, might have had a couple hits of some... Happy tobacco for yeah. the first time. I looked into a mirror. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> I looked in the mirror and it just totally freaked me out. And I thought I might. What if I died then? Yeah. And then ever since then, it's been a simulation. And mm-hmm. maybe that was fourteen-year-old. Now, yeah, maybe I'm. Yeah. You're fourteen when you smoke pot for the first yeah. time. That was fourteen or fifteen. All right. Ninth or tenth grade, I think. Yeah. Why? Well, I didn't realize you're that old. Shit. I was like um, three, and I was like that. <laughs> To be honest, I could have done it a lot earlier, but this is how much of a square I was. I was like, I'm too young to be doing no, this. No, I think... I'm like, I should at least try it in high you've school. You've told the story before, and I, I, I thought for some time. reason that... No, I wasn't super. It was like... I waited. at Jeff Effel's house or something. No, no. It was uh, somewhere else. Uh, I think it was at my friend Sharon's house, uh, actually. She doesn't listen to this. She won't care anyway. But... Please? Yes, Sharon Tweed. And then she was like, rare. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. We're, well, this would be like the psych hour. We should have like yeah. a um, a little, uh, some theme music. Yeah. Of like, boop, 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 boop. Mm-hmm.
Boop, 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 boop. But it, it's amazing to think back of like I mean a lot of like weird shit, shit that ha- kids that like you almost Well, I mean I used to go over my said friend's house, we'll say the Sants <laughs> and the little brother, like, I probably could have had like sexual chargement like charges like we would play hide and go seek in the dark, okay? Yeah, right? It'd be me. I was a good friend. Me and his sister were in this. She's dead now, so it doesn't really matter. But uh-huh. she, we were in the same grade, and we were like best friends. And her brother was like two grades below us. Uh-huh. And I was probably in seventh, sixth, seventh grade. So we play hide and go seek in the dark. Yeah. So I think I was seeking at the time, and it was um, my friend, his, her brother, and then these two other boys that were twins. So we're playing, and I'm like, okay, and I find them, and I'm like, that's weird. Someone doesn't have clothes on or has a shirt off. <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird. I'm feeling more skin. And when I found them, because I was like, oh, I got you. And then I'm like, this is really weird. And they're like, hee hee And they, I f- hear them start to crawl towards me. Yeah. And it was not the friend's sister. I think she was like taking a shit at the time uh, or something. Like she's like, oh, play this round without me. And that's why they thought they could do this. Yeah. So I turn on the light and they're all fucking naked. Ew. And they're like, we're going to rape you. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> so they run. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I tear up the stairs because we're playing in the basement. Run out the front door, and they're like, "Come here, we're gonna fuck you!" Blah blah blah. They run out of the house, naked? fucking blade, like naked as uh. ding dongs flaring away in the wind. And I just got on my bike and, drew- and went home. Uh. <laughs> so this has been the trauma <laughs> hour. Oh my god! I thought I told you that story. I, I not in that detail. Yeah, okay. it was pretty bad. Uh. <laughs> but they were like trying to chase me to pin me down to try to like have sex with me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, me too, sisters. But like, this isn't like that weird for a lot of girls. I do have to say. Yeah. So if you listen to this, and you have a story. Yeah. And it ended well, oh. or didn't end well. Mine actually, like, I'm mine did end well. I, I did get away, yeah. and then I was like, "Yo, your brother's like fucked up." Like, I didn't think twice about it. It was just. What boys yeah. did. <laughs> Pretty fucked up. Yeah. As we go for... Uh, I yeah. thought it was closer to an hour. So yeah, like, would that happen now? Like, I'm sure it does some places. But it was... I never even thought about, like, telling the parents yeah. or anything like that. I, I told my friend, and she was like, Oh, he's such a pervert. He'd like... Yeah, he's, he's, like, in love with you. And I was like, oh. Because yeah. that's the way to bag a chick. <laughs> Twin, three ding-dongs run into the yeah. front yard. <laughs> I just think it went quiet. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I, I uh, swear I told you this. That like, Not in that much detail. No. Well, yeah. So now you know what girls have to go through. Like, yeah. And boys almost getting hit by a car. Yep. Some fucked up shit. Yeah. I could only imagine boys' locker rooms and stuff back in the day. Because I heard some really bad things. Uh that too mm. nothing so bad, that bad with girls but mm. i'm sure it happens you need to see a little movie called carrie it'll change your opinion Ooh. so let's think of something happy to end on. all right um <laughs> so i got um fourth uh 430 steps i ordered their uh their newest record came out like right before the pandemic happened yeah friends with a guy on instagram i think it's their basis and he's like oh i wish we would maybe be touring now so I was like, oh shit, I've been meaning to buy this record. So I bought it. He sent me, I don't know if it was him, 
personally, I don't think it was him, but it was, they sent me a free hat, beer koozie, like all this like ah. free stuff. So it was really cool. So I uh, maybe I'll do a um, review of 430 Steps. They're like yeah. a thrash crossover, yeah. like punk. Pretty and cool. And then they die. <laughs> um, one thing I want to do, like a number of bands, like older bands released albums. Mm-hmm. And I might like do like a very short porch like a mini pod almost where we just very briefly talk about like, hmm. like you know the like like uh, Lance Morrison or the Pretenders. I was gonna say that I know the Pretenders had like the new, new album, and I heard it was pretty decent actually. Yeah. But. Until then, uh, be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Watch out. Wear your mask. Uh, don't ride bikes by cars or and play hide and seek in the dark. Never play hide and seek in the dark. No. This is creepy. <laughs> Even without like the horrible sex thing, it sounds like it's, it's it sounds like a horror movie. Like it really was. It, yeah. <laughs> now you know why I was yeah. weird in the Wegmans. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You need to pick up your dark cleaning. Yeah, I did. All right, dudes and right. dudettes, take care. See you later, and don't get stung in the ass twice later. Like. <laughs> That's how they find you. I know. It was crazy. Yeah. I didn't like it.